Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here at 1150 AM KKNW, I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. And this hour, that's what it's all about. I am on location on beautiful Woodby Island, uh, right out of Muckleteal. You take a ferry to Clinton. It's about 15 minutes. I'm in Langley, Washington, beautiful South Woodby. And today I'm at Woodby Institute, and I just did my hike. I did the labyrinth. I come here once or twice a week to lift my spirits, and I'm just feeling super blessed that I end up on this island, not knowing where I was going to locate last year. I've done quite a few shows on Woodby, probably five or six years now since I've been doing the show, since I lived on Camano. Camano Island is uh, Island County, as is Woodby. Uh, very, very special places. We have Saratoga Passage that uh, splits the two in half right there, and that's where the whales come through, which they're coming through right now. We have gray whales, gray whales and they're doing some sightings on that. The orcas have been coming through, I want to say, all year. Uh, it's For me, I've only saw the, I saw the orcas. I saw the baby orcas over um, in uh, Green Bank area this summer. I'm still not sure how to do the the well gray well watching right now because of the covid and the no gathering thing and orca network langley well center just started to uh do posts again so they'll let you know uh especially if you're riding the ferry over if you're riding the ferry over you can definitely spot whales my son has seen orcas i've had a few people come through who saw the gray whales just recently and you look north uh going towards uh, uh clinton from muckleteo and through that area, you may see a, a whale, but you won't see the whale as much as you'll see the spout. And if you're on the ferry, we're not supposed to get out of the cars and stuff, but some people get to park right next to the edge there and look out and see the Puget Sound uh, Salish Sea, which is Saratoga Passage, Camino Island, Woodby Island, and you may see a gray whale. I invite everyone to come out and uh, hang out with me. It'll be four hours uh, if people want to stay. I have people staying nightly, uh, a couple nights, and then I will set them up in hotels that I find um, lovely, and I'll set you up with some activities to lift your spirits. Not only do we have the labyrinth, and we have plenty of beaches and sunsets and sunrises, we also have um, beautiful downtown Langley. Restaurants are starting to open up, and so I can spend the whole day with you, or we could just do a one-day retreat, but most of the people are coming in, and they're hanging out for the night, and uh, off-season is the best time to come out. So you could treat yourself, uh, come with a friend, family member. I enjoy being alone in nature. So it's one of those things that's where I I refuel and I feel uh, more vibrant with everything that's going on right now. It's just a really nice escape for uh, someone who's by themselves. Or you can bring, I have a couple coming through, which will be a lot of fun. And I get to take you place I call myself a travel agent for your spirit, a tour guide for your soul. And I just show you some beautiful places then you go off and and do it on your own and then also with the healing session that we do uh so the chakra reading which i've learned how to do with hands off but you know we do some inner work and then you spend that time doing uh something that's really going to pay you back in the long run and so again we have uh, my patreon lift your spirits with dina marie patreon and if you go to that it shows you you know from getting a reading online all the way to coming out uh, for the day and also uh, a seven-week course which I really enjoy doing through zoom I'll go through each chakra with you we'll find out what uh, maybe is blocking you from thriving and right now there might be a few things that are stopping us so I give you prescriptions my clients call it homework you do little tiny things and 
yeah, it's been a lot of time on the phone and a lot of time um, on my computer. So I really am encouraging people to come out. I have a lot of people coming from Seattle. So I think it's really nice because a lot of people have been um, actually at home this whole time in, in an apartment working and they never did get uh, any time off and they're, they're burnt out. So to see them come out and me point a, a couple to a place they've never been before and, and I have them coming back again. Uh, thanking me, uh, you know, you really do. I, they say, so what, what's the first thing you do when you get here? I said, talk to a local, you know, talk to someone who lives here and, um, they'll give you places to go. And I, you know, used to do that in Kauai. You, that's how I found so many sacred sites. And there are sacred sites here on this beautiful Island. So today on our show, I'm going to take you to a few of those gems and we're going to visit and uh, yeah, they keep popping up every day. So it's Dina at Dina-Marie.com. Lift your spirits with Dina Marie Patreon. Yeah, invite you to come out here to Woodby Island and lift your spirits. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Curious about whales in the Pacific Northwest? Orca Network's Langley Whale Center celebrates and shares the lives of gray whales, orcas, and other marine mammals of the Salish Sea. The Langley Whale Center is a project of Orca Network, a nonprofit that is based on Whidbey Island. The Langley Whale Center gives Orca Network the opportunity to have a public presence to share the excitement about the whales and marine mammals who are our neighbors. The Whale Center in Langley gives visitors and residents alike a chance to learn more about the endangered southern resident orcas who visit our area and about the North Puget Sound gray whales, a small unique population of gray whales who find sustenance in the waters of Saratoga Passage and Possession Sound each March through May. Check out the Orca Network and Lingley Whale Center on Facebook for the latest whale sightings, educational programs and events, or visit orcanetwork.org for more information. You'll be glad you did. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You'll receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. And I am on location on beautiful Woodby Island. And where am I? You are at Bayview Healing Suites. And who are you? I'm Sonia Sushigani, and I'm an acupuncturist. And you've been on the show at least two times, or oh, maybe three times now. Oh, yeah, maybe three. <laughs> I think you have. And how do we know each other? Well, um, you do Reiki, and um, I do acupuncture. We help each other um, help others heal. And we're, we're like uh, roommates. <laughs> sweet mates, yeah. We're sweet mates, yeah. So I got here, I actually looked at my memories from last year, how beautiful it was. I was up here doing readings and Reiki, and we had a grand opening plan March. 
Well, we, it's been a year then. It has been a year. Uh, it's been a different year, but you and I have been uh, doing some sessions. Mm-hmm. I've gotten acupuncture from you, and mm-hmm. I'm really hooked. <laughs> I'm so hooked. Because when I leave, for one, I feel clarity, but I feel, I just feel good. I can't explain it. And I, is it my energy, I guess, or whatever it is, it works. Yeah. I mean, you know, getting the chi and the blood to flow in a harmonious way in the body just allows one to feel vibrant and centered and yeah. And I even had some aha moments on the table. So it's it's uh, been for you and I it's been fun we've been exchanging work uh, you got Reiki with me yeah it's been that was wonderful I love it so you know things are opening up just a little bit uh, uh, we are at Bayview cash store which Bayview is kind of like five minutes from Langley five minutes from Clinton maybe five minutes from Freeland yeah it's right kind of just off the highway and a central focal point on Whidbey and some people will drive by it. If you're going to Freeland, you, will, you won't you will see it. But look to your right when it says Langley right there by the Goose, the mm-hmm. Goose grocery store where I worked at. And you'll see this big white building. And there's uh, what's going on here. There's the tap room. Yeah, there's a bunch of neat businesses here like the tap room, which obviously serves beer and, and food. And there's also Whidbey Donuts. Can't miss that. Um, but we have Bella Salon downstairs. We have Simply Nails. We have the Island Shakespeare Festival store. We have Bayview Cycles. So if you need your bike, uh, if you need to, anything that, you know, maintenance for your bike or you're shopping for a new bike, then there's Bayview uh, Farm and Garden and also Flower House Cafe. So there's, um, you know, a real nice array of shops and people and grounds and um, areas to sit outside. Um, there's a chessboard, <laughs> so the big one, a big yeah, one, a big chessboard for the kids, um, and it's just it's just a sweet little spot. It is, and we have the farmers market May through October, I believe. And my last interview before this all happened was Muscle Fest. Mm-hmm. It was a dancing fish, food, fire, and iron, and goosefoot.org. And you were having your Mardi, Mardi Gras party that actual day that I did the interview. So this is goosefoot.org uh, kind of run. Uh, they run the... the sp- yeah, yeah, Goosefoot is a nonprofit organization that owns several buildings in, the, in this area, and um, they are focused on building community and um, creating spaces for people to gather and, ex- you know, exchange their... Um, Good juju or energy. Well, yeah, but also, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're like, like um, the, the old schoolhouse is now where the offices are. That's the part that, that bums me out the most is because I loved working at the grocery store. The Goosefoot, Goose is a grocery store kind of run by Goosefoot.org. It is run by Goosefoot.org. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a nonprofit. So basically whatever above their cost goes into this this area and all the nonprofits and also what's beautiful is that they really support their businesses here mm-hmm. they give classes uh, Sammy gives classes on Facebook Instagram but it was Sandra Whiting that I interviewed right and I just felt so blessed to be here I still feel blessed to be here so I'm just really excited to because I didn't have street dance at, at one time um, supposed to be the Shakespeare Festival group I did readings with them uh, and the tap room, Damien's been on the show and his wife. But uh, 
yeah, uh, I just really invite people to come out to the island. You know, we're all safe, super safe here. We all wear our masks yeah. and we distance and the businesses are really responsible. But yeah, we're so close to Seattle. We really are. So if they want to come here and they wanted to spend the day and do some healing, what's some of the things you offer here at Bayview Healing Suites? We are uh, three offices in, in, in one nook of the of the cash store and uh, I do the I do acupuncture um, Susan Bremsner does facials and uh, Sarah Hogarth does massage and Gail Kronberg does uh, sound healing with Tibetan singing bowls and she also does Reiki and amongst the four of us we do some combo sessions so we'll do like facial with fa- um, a facial with facial acupuncture we'll do reiki with sound healing we'll do acupuncture with Massage. reiki yeah. Yeah. yeah so um so we we're all very you know integrated and um and you've been here this whole time you're still here and and yeah I see people coming going it was susan who opened her room for rosalie to come in and play her ukulele right and then they said you know i didn't even live here yet <laughs> and i had already had you on my show for your your restaurant that was in langley and when she said who it was that had the acupuncture room it all was like it just happened so quickly that i got here i i lived here in two weeks and then we were setting up shop and i really had so much fun the first it was about a month and a half and we had a yoga studio so people were coming up doing yoga it was exactly what i had in snohomish which was this a main main street a front a front street mm-hmm. a place where people walked in and i was doing readings with young their kids like the, the moms and their, their children mm-hmm. and stuff so i'm just glad you guys are still here right and there's also bayview studio which is a movement space uh, so they're, you know, those teachers are, are um, doing their Zoom yoga classes, and uh, I think they're available for privates, uh, uh, Sarah Berger, Marcy Costello, mm-hmm. um, and there's also a uh, Reiki and craniosacral space. Um, where's, as, where's that? That's, that's the little room oh, okay. next to the Bayview Studio. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I love cranial sacral. It's, but I, you know, all of this. And right now what I'm realizing, you gave me a Reiki session the other day. Mm-hmm. And it, I before I did go to uh, get a, a massage, but it was with gloves and things, you know. But just yeah. having the energy work done on myself, which has been over a year, I realized that I hadn't received oh, Reiki wow. or energy work for over a year. So I felt alive. And, and you can't really explain what it is. But just, you know, having, I guess, that healing touch is, is, is essential. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's healing touch with intention. And um, I think it's time. <laughs> I think it's time. I know it is for me. I mean, I, I'm just blessed because I have grandkids who hug me and, you know, and uh, give me, we, you know, if their nose is running. I'm definitely not going to uh, be kissing anybody, but they haven't had anything and it's just really nice. I get to see them once a week and mm-hmm. have that human contact and we've been super safe, but I just invite everyone to come um, to the island. You know, you get on the ferry. It doesn't take you but 15, almost 20 minutes to get here. You maybe five, six, I think it's seven minutes from the ferry to Bayview. Probably. Yeah. It's... Yeah. So I, and then the donut, the donut, uh, what do they call it? Donut. Would be donuts. Would be donuts. How can I forget that? 
Uh, they're a restaurant. I mean, they don't just do donuts. They have really good yeah, food. Yeah, they, they do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And Tap Room does lunch and dinner. Um, and you can get your growlers filled. Um, you know, there's partial partial indoor dining, I believe. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, they, where. Just, they open. Everyone, you know, this last week was uh, really fun for me. Everyone opened up a little bit. The distillery was a blast. It was like a big, you know, we had people actually inside. You know, we can only have like eight people in there and they were all separated with, you know, masks on unless they were drinking. But I met people from all over this country mm -hmm. and they were, you know, um, talking to people and they were saying how isolated and how depressed they were. So it was probably, I don't want to say it's normal because nothing will be that normal again, but it was really nice to see people interacting and, and enjoying themselves, you know. Yeah, with the weather uh, turning around so quickly, it's... Uh... You know, it's it's just enjoyable to to be here. You know, take hiking on Green Bank Farm or any of the beaches. Um, you know, Hierophant Meadery is that's where I'm going next. Yeah, the street. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, this this I just feel like I'm in the right place again. It's been a year, but I, I haven't um, really felt like I moved here and things were bad. It's just really been a beautiful place, and nature has done so much healing for me and I've got I think I've grown more in this year than I have like in 20 really yeah Whidbey's definitely a healing place a it lot is. of people come here um, for whatever reason but definitely um, the quiet the solitude just the you know everything's just a little bit slower it's it's their people are kind here and and they'll wave to you when they're driving down the road and they'll They'll, they'll stop, <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, I, I wave to people out of my car window, mm -hmm. even just today we was at the stop sign and, yeah. you know, it's like, hey, how you been? It's not quite the Slopez, but it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> lovely and I'm having a harder time leave, but uh, yeah, I love it here. So uh, how can people contact you? Well, um, just come on in and go upstairs and grab one of our business cards. We all operate independently, so there's so you know I can be reached at goldenearthhealingarts.com. Uh, Susan's business is uh, Bell Fleur, and uh, um, Gail Kronberg, I think, is Singing Bowl Sensations. Uh, Sarah's Hogarth is you know li uh, listed as a massage licensed massage therapist. Um, but yeah, come on up and take a look at our office and, you know, we're here, I mean, every day. Have some lunch, go over to the tap room, have a beer, come alone or bring your family. It's a beautiful place to hang out for the day or I call it an overnight stay. Yeah. Yay, Sonia, thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you. All right, we'll be right back with more. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Thinking about getting away for a day or an overnight stay? Pristine Pacific Northwest Island Beauty is closer and more affordable than you may think. From unspoiled hills to uncrowded Puget Sound shoreline, from wildlife and stately evergreen forests to bald eagles and blue herons, Whidbey and Camino Islands have it all. They're both located in Puget Sound and are an easy drive from either Seattle or Vancouver, B.C.
Both islands are accessible by bridge, and each island is a wonder of nature and scenic beauty to be enjoyed by the entire family. To visit this classic Pacific Northwest experience, visit WhidbyCaminoIslands.com or like them on Facebook to see all they have to offer. You'll discover that island time is just a short drive away and can be affordably yours this weekend. Whidbey and Camado Islands, the shortest distance to far away. In these changing times, it's the perfect opportunity to learn new techniques that can bring calm back into your being. If you are ready to love living life, read Marla Williams' new book, The Being Zone. It will become your guidebook for creating the life you always dreamed of. Learn more about her book and online training program at TheBeingZone.com. I invite you to tune into Lift Your Spirits Radio on the first Friday of the month for Love Living Life with Marla Williams. Call in for free coaching advice that is guaranteed to lift your spirit. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. Thank you for joining us this morning. I am on location on beautiful Woodby Island. I am now in Freeland, and where am I? You're at Hierophant Meadery, right on the corner of Double Bluff and 525 in Freeland. Oh my goodness. And on the way here, you can go to, there's an Earth Sanctuary. We also have Dancing Fish uh, Winery. They've all been on the show before. I am touring uh, the best of the newest of what's going on here on uh, Woodby. And who are you? Michelle, my name is Michelle. Michelle and, and this is Jeremy. Michelle and Jeremy, and you are co-owners. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So let's let's hear the the history. How did it all start? Uh, bad joke. Uh, <laughs> Normally. But, yeah, yeah. As with a lot of things, I uh, know Michelle when she took me home to meet her family for the first time when we were dating, took me up uh, to Green Bluff, which is in Mead, Washington, and it was an area that she knew from working at the ski area, even a little further up the hill. She said, "You know, you're gonna love this place. We gotta go." So we did. And we did love it. And then I made a terrible joke about opening a meter in Mead. And, uh, and then a few years later, we had actually gotten married. We had moved over there. We had had our first child, uh, George, and she ended up filing the paperwork and saying, great news, we're going to have a meter in Mead. <laughs> you better figure out how to do your job. <laughs> but we, we actually met in college. We went to Bastyr University and we did their undergrad uh, herbal science program. And uh, we're both in the, in the same you know, degree program and both had, of course, a passion for botanical medicine and herbs. And Jeremy was, was a home brewer on top of that. So we found, um, you know, whenever you study a plant in any level of detail or depth that you can't find, um, you, you almost always find a reference to uh, use in alcoholic beverage. And you so. were brewing mead? I brewed, yeah, so the first couple things, uh, there was a gentleman in my class that offered to show me how to home brew, and just kind of, you know, the basic ropes. What's an airlock? How do you use it? How do you clean and sanitize something? How do you pitch yeast? How do you do all the basic fundamental steps of fermentation? He said, I'll run you through that, no problem. I'm making some stuff later this week. So I went over, <laughs> and he was making mead, and so just by default, I made mead for the first couple things I ever home brewed. Wow. And it's not, it's not as easy as some other things in some really foundational ways. Um, it's easier in some other ways, right? But from the baseline, 
we didn't really know about maintaining proper yeast health and making sure they had the nitrogen they needed to be healthy and all these other sci more scientific chemistry-based pieces of what <laughs> we do. I didn't know any of those things yet. Mm -hmm. And so my first couple meads, thankfully we had some fruit in there. Uh, I did like an orange gall and gall clove and I did uh, the very first one was uh, ginger and pear. And so I gave it a little bit of nitrogen. It managed to do a decent job of fermenting. Um, but we do a much better job now. We actually return to that ginger pear flavor profile and make one now. And it's a lot better now than it was then, <laughs> of course. Um, but yeah, and then probably basically quit making mead after those two one-gallon batches until I was a commercial mead maker. And made beer, uh, a lot of beers of various kinds. Uh, made wine that was not great for reasons I actually had figured out later. Made cider, made sake, made kombucha and gin, and made sauerkraut and all these other different souring and other types of fermentations. Just exploring the world of microbes and how they interact with our food. But we really, we really essentially hit the ground running. We, uh, we started this business when the meat industry was just starting to get, just starting to explode and expand. Um, but we, we really saw this possibility of making a product that could support local agriculture, uh, be in keeping with our values about uh, small holding restorative agriculture, preservation of pollinators, and by supporting biological diversity. So making an alcoholic beverage that could really bring people in to some of the things that we really cared about was our, our greatest endeavor. So even though we were leaving the, med the natural medicine field, we definitely uh, are able to do something that we're very passionate about. Incorporate all of that yes. yeah. together, and you know I love people like that. I love people, it's people places and um, people places and activities that lift your spirits. But this lifts my spirits. You know, mm. talking to family-owned businesses who really care. That's what the show's been about for seven years, mm. and I just try to hit home. Make sure you're buying from somebody that you know, and you can ask. For instance, I'm allergic to lavender, mm -hmm. so it's really nice you give me the tasting, which they were amazing, and I could read. Right, mm -hmm. and then I could come in and ask you, or you know, about some, about something else that I could have, or mm -hmm. but lavender is something that my face will swell up. Mm. So I love it, but can't drink it <laughs> or put it on my skin. But when you just buy anything from a corporation, which is, is what you know, a lot of small businesses get bought out, mm -hmm. and you'll go to taste that product, and over a year or so, it's just not the same. Mm -hmm. It doesn't taste right. You might have allergies to it. So mm -hmm. I just always love to support local and Woodby Island. You got here when? We uh, we moved here in actually just about exactly two years ago, March 2019, and we we came here sort of serendipitously, like many people say that they did. <laughs> uh, once we decided we needed to expand, uh, we were in a very small space over in eastern Washington in Maid, and once we decided we needed to expand, uh, opportunities to do so were not really what we were looking for. We had uh, several opportunities come up, but they ended up just being, we, you always have to return to that question as a small business owner, like, what are my values? What do I want to do? What do I want my life to look like? And let, don't let your business get carried away, right? And so we knew we wanted to have an estate winery. We knew that, that we were greatly challenged in trying to expand on Green Bluff. And we, I very specifically, desperately missed the, this area. Um, I grew up in East King County, and uh, I hadn't spent any time on Whidbey, but bounced around Vashon and Orcas and just the islands, and 
So when we came here to check it out, it was after we had researched agritourism uh, areas all over Washington State and been all over Washington State and it was one of the last places that we looked. And it's close to Bastyr, which is good because I work there. And um, and so when we saw Whidbey, we thought, oh my gosh, we've this is it, <laughs> this is yeah. done. And then this is literally the first property that we looked at. Uh, we watched we watched until it was the right time, and we we got very fortunate, very lucky. So. Yeah. And yeah. Turns out we beat in at least five other offers that we know of right now <laughs> on this parcel. So, so wow, it's like we got yeah. really fortunate to get it. Uh, we're really fortunate that it all worked out and that it, that it really fell into place. Once we had made the decision to be on Whitby, though, I mean, it was like two months. It Everything was, just boom, just boom, boom, fell into fell place. right us. straight into place. And after yeah. two years of getting a lot of doors shut in the Spokane area, which, you know, I kind of joke, I'm like, as, a, as an entrepreneur, like, you don't accept a door closing very easily. You just don't. Like, you're just continuously pushing, and you're very optimistic, and you know that you're going to make something happen, know that you're making something happen. And at a certain point, it's like, okay, I, even I had to take that message. You know? The signs. Yeah. The signs were there. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, we're very stubborn as small business owners yeah. about things like so that. So many doors closing, and so, then these doors were just opening. Like, yep, this is, yep. This is supposed to be it. So. But, yeah, once we made the decision, it was really, really quick, easy. We found... A great spot to land which is even better and we ch and we chose Whitby for a number of, of reasons and some of those reasons that we are just enjoying so much right now are how many artisans you know how many producers how many um, just very wonderful people are here people who are in interested in um, value-added agriculture sustainable and regenerative agricultural practices um, small holding farms and um, and so we just we just we feel like we've been able to just meld into this into this South Whidbey vibe uh, and mm. love it. I'm just very fortunate. I um, love the vibe. That's <laughs> for sure. And you're by Double Bluff Beach, the dog beach of all dog beaches. And uh, it's just for me. I, I got here. I did a radio show with Bev from Whidbey Distillery, mm -hmm. which she was in here with uh, tasting. Um, also, it was uh, the tap room, Damien. Mm -hmm. And then I did a show with uh, the same show with Spoiled Dog Winery, and then Karen asked me to dog sit. Then I lived two weeks later at Bev's place. You know, it's like, and then the tap room I opened my office up yeah. above, and it was just it, it was again that serendipitous, perfect. And again, I I, I look for synchronicities and signs, so mm -hmm. I love it. I can't think of a better place to be during this mm -hmm. whole lockdown oh, yeah. than this community that's so amazingly close. Mm -hmm. at just the community itself. I love the people here. It's hard to leave the island sometimes. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. After we finally moved the tanks in, yeah, which was didn't. September, I didn't leave for four months. <laughs> I bet. I was looking, I was like, I finally had to go to Seattle and drop some product off for our farmer's market staff down there. And I was like, I hadn't left in a whole quarter. <laughs> sometimes that's a, it's good for your, it lifts your spirits to stay here when things were getting so, you know, the way they were. So talk about your the farmer's markets that you're at. Yeah, so, uh, gosh, I mean, you know more about which yes. specific ones we're at. We, so, for the probably about the last six or seven years, and uh, we've been in the Seattle Farmer's Market circuit. So, um, we're at Pike Place, uh, Capitol Hill, West Seattle, Ballard, U District, uh, year-round farmer's markets, and then we do a number of seasonal farmer's markets. And we really feel like that really... Uh, built us over here so that now we see so many wonderful customers coming from Seattle to, to enjoy the tasting room. Um, but we started out doing farmer's markets 
as part of our, it was part of our original business plan when we opened eight, nine years ago. And just to be able to do direct retail of such an obscure product to let people really taste, to get it into people's mouths, to get it, you know, oh, was yeah. the biggest thing. <laughs> so we, it was, it's kind of one of those things that we started with and we, we just never kicked it. You know, it's just been uh, such a wonderful avenue for us. So uh, we, we've been doing that. And so now we have that in these two tasting rooms and then we do distribution and wholesale as well. So. What remains important, I mean, still 90% of people that we see still don't have a really great definition of what we do mm -hmm. in their minds. And even if they do have that, they also usually haven't had mead like we make it, which is drier, more specifically than anything else. The herbs have nothing to do with this. A lot of meads that are out there are more semi-sweet to sweet. And they're or a lot super more sweet. alcoholic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like they push the alcohol levels, they push the sweetness. Again, this is a rote generality, which is not 100% fair to make, and especially not anymore with how diverse the number of people and the number of minds and crafters are within our industry at this point. But certainly when we started out, and even still, that's a major hurdle is people are expecting a dessert wine, not a Sauvignon Blanc type. Oh, and hopefully are presently, uh, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. And the tasting room, I just, I, w I work now on Saturdays and Sundays, but I had a, a Saturday off and I came in and I was blown away. Um, I was blown away because I, I think the first uh, meet I had was from Sultan. Mm. It was that one as you're going over the past a yeah, long, yeah. long time ago. Sky River at that point. Yeah, yeah. They were in Monroe, Sultan area, and they've actually moved down to Woodenville since. Super sweet. And then, of course, uh, Scalitude, uh, mm -hmm. they, they were on the show, um, and they did uh, more of a fruity uh, mm -hmm. mead. Mm -hmm. And so describe your meads, a few of them, and, and what people could expect when they come to the tasting room here on Woodby. Mm -hmm. um, so we specialize in a pretty obscure type of mead, which is methaglins. Um, those are herbed meads. Um, when you dig in though, it's not obscure historically, it's more common, certainly, historically. It's just that in the modern palette, we've lost touch with a lot of the plants that we used to know really intimately as humans. You know, our entire lives revolved around being able to interact with all these other living entities and being able to basically utilize them to help benefit our own health, right? And so, one of the ways to stabilize, extract, and preserve them was to add them to a, an alcohol base, so medicated wines, medicated meads, right? And that's where the base word for methaglins comes from. That being said, I really do always highlight that we don't put enough stuff in our meads to make them medicinal. They're not a constitutional dose. They're not designed to be treating anything at all. Um, that's not the point. The point is actually to just bring those flavors and those entities that those uh, plants represent back into the palate so that you can interact with them and start relearning and reconnecting with this really deep part of us as humans. Re familiarizing? Is that the word? Like, yeah, to be Because we yes. are so out of touch. I love yes. what you just said. We are so out of touch with nature. Uh, just people aren't even outside anymore because they can't get outside. But your sense of smell, taste, thank you for that. That's well, and until really we, good. until, so we're really trying to help people appreciate plants again, of course. And, and we have this keen understanding that we will not see uh, cultural revival in caring for plant diversity and pollinators until we see uh, people interacting with plants more. And so finding the values in them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mother nature. Yes. The value so we, of Mother well, Nature is it we, essential. We, yeah, we cannot <laughs> hope to have a conscious culture unless people can be closer to nature. And so that's what we're endeavoring to do. And so we're making a product that's off dry to semi sweet, wine style, cider style. Um, we can play in many different uh, beverage 
you know, categories, but uh, many different things to choose from, lots of seasonals, and we're up here on Whidbey uh, currently on the weekends, and we'll expand our hours to five days a week as we get into the, the peak season. Okay. And I'm inviting people out for a, a day or an overnight stay. Come out here. Off-season is the best time. Uh, and then I, I send people off, like, to the Whidbey Distillery. I send them mm -hmm. to you, or I send them to the Swell Dog Winery. Um, there's, there's stuff is organic. They don't say that, that it is, but everyone on this island cares deeply. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so it's so fun for me to actually be at the distillery during a Saturday and Sunday and send people to the people I love and support everyone like I used to do in Kauai <laughs> in the winter times, which I'm not there right now. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. Very much. <laughs> and what I'm missing is that local food, you know, mm -hmm. during the winter mm -hmm. that, you know, sustains me through this winter, but it's all good. <laughs> I found you, and again, I invite everyone to come out to Woodby Island. It's Seattle seems to be who's coming. Uh, a lot of people are moving there from all across the country and working for bigger companies, but they've been locked in their, their houses or hotel hotels. Some We're in hotels, too. Mm -hmm. um, but inviting them to come across the ferry. It's beautiful. We have whales coming through right now. And stop here and, and have a tasting. So it's eleven to four. Yeah, we'll be eleven. We'll be eleven to five Friday through Sunday um, by mid March, and and then we'll go to five days a week. We have um, plenty of outdoor seating. Uh, we can serve inside, of course, phase two, and plenty of room to spread out. And name a few of the the meads that you carry. So um, seasonal flavors are coming through right now. We're actually making our uh, chai with reishi mushroom and Oregon grape. What? So that's coming as a session right now. We're adding that to the bright this week and bottling late this week, early next week on that one. Um, rose cardamom is another real favorite that's coming back in stock after being out for a couple weeks. Um, so those are great examples of um, both a session and a wine style that are coming up. Uh, things are always changing though. A pothic session comes in next that has turkey tail mushrooms and a whole laundry <laughs> list of crazy. different seasonal herbs for the spring. It's a really bright uh, session. Lots An herbaceous of, rosé, we call it. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, your tasting paddles here, it's eight bucks. You get eight different things. And so it's always rotating. There's always stuff that's coming through and you always get eight different things to taste when you're here. So oh, beyond that, bring a picnic, please. We've got 12 acres of space for you to be in. We don't mind you bringing in food and just making a day of it here. We'd love to have you. And your website? Uh, Herofontmeadery.com. And spell that for my listeners. <laughs> it's H-I-E-R-O-P-H-A-N-T-M-E-A-D-E-R-Y.com. Uh, -E -E and if you do the tarot, you'll understand what the Hierophant is. Yeah, uh, number five. Number five. Number five is change, <laughs> and you did a, some, some good changes, and I'm happy to see you here on Woodby Island. Thank you for joining me. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Cheers. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, and join the Our Energy Matters online community today. You will experience classes and one-on-one -on -one conversations with me that will inspire you to live life to the fullest in these changing times. Learn more about yourself and how to expand your energy, plus have fun in the process. Every month, I will highlight one of our Our Energy Matters members as a guest on Lift Your Spirits Radio. For more information, visit me, Dina Marie, at dina-marie.com. 2021 is your year to shine. Lift your spirits at Bayview Healing Suites on beautiful Whidbey Island. Bayview Healing Suites offers treatments in beauty, health, and wellness, and is located at Bayview Corner, 
open seven days a week. Sonia Sushigani offers acupuncture and traditional Eastern herbal medicine that restores balance within your body, mind, and spirit. You can reach out to her to book your wellness and self-care session at goldenearthhealingarts.com. Take some time for yourself to relax at Bayview Healing Suites in Bayview Corner. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. Thank you for joining us this morning. I am on location on beautiful Woodby Island in Clinton, Washington. Where am I? You are at Cormac McCarthy Fine Arts Studio and Gallery in Clinton, South Whitby. Right off the ferry. Right off the ferry is right. You could walk here. Sure, you could throw a stone at me right from the ferry. <laughs> yes, you could. Well, I have to say, I met you at the grocery store, the Goose. Gosh, maybe May, April. I have no idea. That was like told crazy times but you came in and you had paint all over you yeah you had two kids with you I had my two beautiful kids two beautiful girls and uh, wearing my painting uh, costume slash uniform whatever you want to call it I like painting in onesies because they're comfortable <laughs> yeah. um, and men's onesies I, I know you don't really get too many of them so I've got I've got a Spongebob square pants one that's covered in paint that I go to the grocery store in and I've got my selection of, of artistic onesies that I wear with my kids to the store. And I'm like, this guy's colorful. He has to be in my life somewhere. And so everyone told me who you were. So I liked you on Facebook. Yeah. You know, and I'm kind of, you know, masked up in the trenches there during the grocery store bit. But I really enjoyed watching you come through with your kids. And Well, I'm either an artist or I'm somebody who's suffering from mental, mental illness, <laughs> one or the other. It's either he's an artist or there's something else going on. Aren't we all um, having that? We're all doing that, yes. It's probably a bit of both. Yeah. So you are from <laughs> Ireland? Yeah, I'm from, I'm from southwest of Ireland. I'm born and raised there. Uh, I've got a brother and a sister back home, and my mom and dad are back there. We, we live in County Tipperary and County Kerry, so, so a little bit in the Midland and a little bit um, down at the southwest. Um, miss it greatly. Haven't been home in a, in a, in a while. Um, but things are starting to improve, so hopefully in the, in the, sometime in the, in, the, in the future we'll be able to return back and, and visit. It's been like three years, which is a long time for me. And your, your family raised you with art, uh, we, music? Art, music and dance and culture and, and singing. You know, I come from a very uh, artistic, appreciating and artistically creative. My brother was a musician when we were younger. He taught me how to play music. Um, my dad sang constantly. My, my mom's family were, were all dancers. Um, so it was a very creative, a family full of creativity and a family we, we were raised, are, are raised in, a, in a household where you appreciated history and you appreciated your culture and society. 
um, and where you came from and the importance of that. So it was always interwoven in our, in how we were raised, the arts. And that's why you're probably drawn to Whidbey Island, especially South Whidbey. Especially Whidbey Island itself. I mean, Whidbey Island as a, as a whole is fantastic. And it does, I mean, it does remind me of home. And the people remind me of home. You've got little old Langley there, little Irish, it's like a little Irish town, and you've got Clinton and so on, like you know, its own little Irish town and Freeland. They're like two, they're like little little town townships, um, and then the people are, are very kind. The people again have a, an appreciate appreciation for where they come from, appreciation of the of the land, and appreciation of the people that they that they spend time with, um, and so it's it's definitely somewhere that often reminds me of home and I think when you look at my artwork and you see like oh wow there's so many forests there's so there's so many trees as the as the focal point I mean that's home and it's with the island <laughs> it's both and I call this my little Ireland because I do want to have music art and community and have that that uh, gosh d depth the depth yeah. the depth that your art shows tell the listeners about your art um well my art is, I suppose, in the Impressionist style just because that's how I paint. I'm not trying to be an Impressionist painter, it's just who I am as a painter. Um, I love deep, rich colours, vibrant colours. Um, I paint what I want to paint, I paint what I see. Um, you paint trees. I paint trees, and I paint water lilies, mm -hmm. and I paint kelp forests. And I paint birch forests. It's like a dream. I, I think your art's like a dream, like a child's dream. That's it's, the way I look at it. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely got, a, I won't say spiritual, but it's got, um, I, don't, I don't know, maybe spiritual is the right word. It's got a, connect, a connective piece that just reaches out to you a little bit, you know. And I don't, I'm not painting that into the painting. I'm seeing that myself like all of the viewers after the painting has been created. Like I know whether it's a good painting. I can tell, I can feel it in my bones. Um, it's spiritual and childlike, like you coming into the store with your kids, with your jumper on. Yeah. It's you and it's, 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 it's I, I say, my, I used to be too colorful and they told me to tone it down. Mm -hmm. You're not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I liked about your art. And I, I did follow you for six months before I actually actually reached out to you. Yeah. Uh, but you opened up your new gallery. Opened up my new gallery. Yeah. I've been big. I, I, I was so lucky that I met a gentleman named um, Louis Roshan, who was a studio directly across the road, Roshan's um, gallery and studio. And he um, took me in under his wing, brought me to his studio space across the road and gave me, I spent, I'd say I spent maybe six months painting there under his tutelage as a guest um, artist and then resident artist. And then um, COVID hit, so I had to move out of his studio and I went home and I started working in the tiniest, tiniest, tiniest of spaces out of home. But still things were being, were, were going successful. I was being successful, I was, I was doing the thing. Um, and so this space opened up and I said it's across the road from my best bud I've got another couple of friends down the street we could make a, 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 an artist's guild out of this space we could really try and develop it into something more than just a couple of art, artists freckled across the road from each other um, and so uh, that's where I, I just jumped in I just dived in and then I had my opening uh, two weeks ago three weeks ago and it was a huge success. 
Um, well, and you mentioned the, the guild, and I'm from Camano, Stanwood area, mm-hmm. and they have the Camano Arts Association, and they have yeah. the biggest Mother's Day uh, gallery studio tour, mm-hmm. and, and Stanwood started their, their guild down there, and mm-hmm. you know, it's a small town, and it's nothing different than this, Clinton, right? <laughs> and you're right off the ferry, so this show's been Clinton, Bayview, Freeland, and we, we're coming back to the ferry, but this is a, a, a day from Seattle, and, and it's... Mm-hmm. Because I work at the distillery, people are coming from Seattle, they're loving it. But mm-hmm. Clinton, you have to remember to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. How, how do we get people to stop? Art galleries. Art galleries, <laughs> art galleries, signs, signage. Yes. You know? um, yeah, it will happen. I'm in, in, the, in the space now of just finding my feet. I want to find my feet uh, first before I try and explore you know, making a, a, a guild. Like, I need mm-hmm. a couple of months under my belt. Um, get people frequently coming in here, which is another, another whole thing altogether. And um, just get my artwork seen. When people are starting to, you know, because we're distancing, we're still wearing the mask, you know, people can come in, make appointments with you. So yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be a crowd of people, no. you know, walking no. around. No. What's your website? Uh, my website is Cormac Paints. So my first name, C-O-R-M-A-C, paints.art.art. Um, and you can head over there and you can see all of my catalogue, all of my work um, from the last three years pretty much um, and you know you can pick up what you want to see, you don't have to look at everything well um, you will <laughs> <laughs> you will look at everything because it, it'll just pop, it'll pop out to you and you have to go through and check it all out and your uh, Facebook and Instagram uh, my Facebook is just Cormac McCarthy mm-hmm. um, and my Instagram is Cormac McCarthy cormac.mccarthy.art Man, most people don't remember that. You did really good. Well, yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. That could be totally incorrect. (laughs) I think that's right. So how important do you think art is to our children? Oh, I mean, I just know how important it was to me in that I could escape from some of the fears that all children have around life and around things growing up. Um, And it it was a way of being able to explore a whole different world and create a whole different world. Um, I never stopped making and doing and creating and whatever it was, it never, it never stopped moving through me. Um, and that's the same way it is now. I don't like, it's such a cliche for artists kind of, or creators to say that I'm, I'm just, like the art flows through me and creates itself, it paints itself, and I'm just the catalyst, or I'm just the, do you know what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, 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 That they have nothing to do with that it? That they have nothing to do with it, that they have nothing to do with it. I, I, I agree in one hand and I disagree in another hand. Um, I think you're channeling spiritual, your spiritual yeah. self, your spiritual self, your yeah. connection to the divine. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely channeling something, for sure. Um, but it's a part of you and that's what I feel and I work with the chakras so the higher chakras are your uh, inspiration imagination and creativity and of course your heart and when kids have music art and a community they thrive and that's what I feel like Langley has so many nonprofits and programs and I'm really excited to be here when things get going just to yeah. see the, the art artists in uh, the yeah I didn't community. answer your question at all it's incredibly important for children it's 
unbelievably important for children. It's more important than some of the other subjects that they're, they're learning because it, it allows you to, to be able to, there's a mental health aspect to it. it. It's soothing for children, you know, it's a safe place. And um, just the practice of moving pencil across paper or some, a paintbrush um, across a, a, a page, there's something in that movement, there's something in that motion that is soothing, that is healing, that is corrective for humans, for all humans, whether they believe or not that I can paint. You know, you hear people say, I can't do art. Yeah, you can, everybody can. Put your hand in paint, put it on a piece of paper. There you go, you got art. Everybody can do it. It's just a matter of finding your... Um, Safe place. Yeah. I have a lot of people that are afraid to show their stuff to people, you know, and you got to get over that. Just like dancing your own dance, you know, you or play or make writing your own music. Some people don't want people to hear their songs, mm -hmm. good songs, mm -hmm. but they have that. They're, they're maybe someone like someone told me when I was uh, twelve that I couldn't sing at school. It was a teacher. Mm -hmm. it took me thirty years to sing in front mm -hmm. of people again. So. Supporting the arts, letting kids just be creative and have fun. Yeah. Do you think we need fun right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just relax. <laughs> so that's why I came here to do my music event, and it's all ages, right? We just get out there, and we have like some music, and we have kids dancing with their parents. We have some food, you know, and it's just it's what I came here to do. So mm -hmm. I just I really was drawn to your art, and I was drawn to you as a person walking through the grocery store during a pandemic with my kiddos. Yeah, <laughs> I call it a multiverse, you know, and. Yeah, so I'm, I'm so happy that you have your, your studio. Thank you. And your website one more time? At Cormac Paints, C-O-R-M-A-C, Paints, P-A-I-N-T-S, dot art. And you're going to play us a, a song. Yes, I'm going to play you a song that, I, I, that a friend taught me down in the west of Ireland. Unfortunately, the name has, has trickled from my brain. I no longer remember um, what the song is, but I remember... Um, Gary O'Brien teaching me this song down in, down in West Kerry about 20 years ago. So You're making my heart sing. <laughs> there you go. That, that's, what I'll, that's what I'll play. Thank you. Uh, thank you for hanging out with me today. And uh, I guess this is it. I want you to come back next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits.